Welcome to another edition of Practical Reliability, insights on the practical implementation of holistic reliability, brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success. I'm George Williams, and with me is Joe Anderson. Today, Joe, we are talking about metrics. Yay! I love metrics. Yeah, isn't that that's a Keanu Reeves movie, right? Yeah, the metrics. The metrics. Yeah, that's. Well, I'm Mr. Anderson. And, and you know what? I think the results of our metrics are about as realistic as is it, that movie. I, I bet. Well, there's better special effects in the movie. I I don't know. I I could argue that. <laughs> I think I could argue that. <laughs> I've seen some pretty amazing things in people being able to hit a metric number. Yeah, that, that's for sure. It's magic. So when it so what is a what's a metric versus a KPI? Let's start there. Uh, KPIs are your key indicators that uh, you want to look at overall. Um, where a metric is basically just anything that you measure. KPIs are metrics, but a metric isn't always a KPA. Right. So a KPI sits much higher in yeah. terms of its uh, organizational in, uh, uh, impact. Yeah. Uh, and then metrics kind of sit below that. And that's kind of how you're managing the processes that will input to your KPIs. Right. So everything's kind of hierarchical, right? So when you look at either metrics or, defi- or uh, you know, your measurements of processes, those things roll up eventually to some, some level of KPI. Yep. Um, and, you know, from a planning and scheduling perspective, what are some of the typical things you see folks measuring? Um, or what they should measure. <laughs> PM compliance seems to be a very popular one, um, although I have a little reservation about it. And then schedule compliance as well, um, as well as backlog uh, in man hours or, or however you calculate it, how many weeks of backlog you have. Um, that's a few, um, uh, you know, work order completion, those types of things typically, but I'd say PM compliance is probably the most popular. Okay. And it, so, and and I agree with you wholeheartedly that it's a metric that's, you know, quasi useless, right? I mean, it's a, it's an indicator of whether or not you're getting work done, whether or not the work is the right work is a whole different question. Well, I can pencil it my way. To good metrics, too. Well, and not only that, right? I mean, if, if, if most of our failures are random, as Nolan and Heap has proved out, what is the what is the reason you're measuring to a date on a time-based PM, right? right. I mean, it's, it's not really valuable. So mm-hmm. um, let's talk specifically inside the planning function. How do you measure a planner? Okay, so how to measure a planner? Um, I would say first, um, you're going to take the number of work orders that they planned against job plans, um, I think is uh, key to see how effective they're being as a planner, right? Um, that's definitely one. Um, another is uh, number of job plans complete. Uh, it depends on where you're at in your maturity, right? But um, if I'm going to have a planner, I want to working on job plans, so I want to know the number of job plans complete every day. Uh, Maybe I set a goal or something for him so he is focused on the right things. Um, And the other is uh, backlog management. 
um, looking at, you know, outdated versus certain priorities, those types of things during your, your backlog meeting. How well is he managing the backlog? All right. I think there's a couple from my perspective. I like to know that they've seen the work. So I like to know that they have, you know, how long does it take before a work order gets into their bucket before they've moved it to some other status? True. So I, I like to measure that and I try to keep that to about a three day window because most times there's a potential three day holiday, you know, holiday weekend. So as long as they've moved it from one status to another, I know they've at least seen the work order that it exists and it didn't just go into some black hole. So I like to measure that and that's kind of a behavioral metric and not really a process metric. Uh, the other thing I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, and, you know, most people measure a planner by how accurate his estimate hours are, he or she. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of that metric. I, I That metric for me, and every time I've tried to measure it, has always been all over the place, plus and minus, and is never really all that accurate, and quite frankly, is only benefiting scheduling. It's not actually create, if you think about what planning is for, it's for efficiency in the field. You're not measuring whether or not he was good at efficiency in the coming out of the field. He, you're measuring whether or not he gave the right estimate so the scheduling function can operate. Yep. So I like to measure the planner based on the uh, percentage of materials pre-planned versus actual mm-hmm. in terms of their dollar value because it's kind of hard to use a quantity. So, um, so total dollar value of pre-planned materials versus actual materials. This tells me whether or not the technician had to go back to the storeroom, either to return things or to go pick up stuff that wasn't pre-planned. And the closer that estimate is, the more efficient you are out in the field because you have less trips back and forth to the storeroom. So I like to measure the planner by by cost of materials pre and post. I think estimate hours, you don't estimate how accurate the time is. But it's the percentage of work orders that have an estimate, I think, is a good key when it comes to estimated time. That's right. And and we've always had in, in the past when I've, I've created work management reports like an error handling system. So if it's not an emergency work order, I need to know what the estimate time is on it mm-hmm. or how many did not have estimate hours but ended up out in the field, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to know how much is slipping through the cracks, and hopefully it's zero, but uh, but you never, you know, some sometimes that happens. Uh, we've even done like temporary metrics from a planning and scheduling perspective, uh, percentage of work orders that had some type of job plan, um, percentage of new job plans being added to the job plan library each week, and you alluded to those earlier. So I think those things are are really good to make sure that the behaviors are in place and your your planners are doing the yeah, right thing. Yeah, once the behaviors are sustainable, you can move on to other metrics, right? You're only measuring to change behavior. And so knowing that most facilities don't plan, you know, where 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 do you start, right? And so some of the easy ones, um, like I said, is, you know, are you developing job plans? You know, those things that you mentioned. Um, I think are some of the basics to understand the effectiveness of the planner in gaining the efficiencies that you sold the organization on um, that you were going to get in return of investing and allowing you to have a planner. From there, you're going to move on. And I mean, there's a plethora, a plethora of metrics that you can use uh, once you start to mature. Um, But but you got to get going first. Yeah, without that. And, you know, eventually all these things roll into a schedule compliance metric. And I think we'll talk about that once we get to the scheduling side of things. 
Um, but from a planning perspective, uh, you know, management of what works coming in, management of their buckets, uh, measure those types of behaviors, measure the behavior of creating job plans in a library. You can also measure number of equipment with BOMs. Yeah, that's uh, a good one too. You know, as knowing long as we're how parts on it. Yeah. Well, knowing how inaccurate or incomplete the BOMs are in most people's systems, that that's a phenomenal one to measure. Yeah, and then of course, you know, the the percentage of materials pre and post, and I think that kind of wraps up the basics of what you would measure, the planning function uh, in totality, just the planning function piece of that. Right. Uh, I think when we get to scheduling, we'll talk more about what schedule compliance looks like and things of that nature. I think the other piece I want to talk about when it comes to <clears throat> metrics is um, defining it appropriately inside the organization. And, and, you know, a lot of times we'll put metrics together and we just put them in an Excel sheet and somebody figured out how they're going to calculate it and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But there's not really a definitions document that tells other people, here's what's being measured, here's how it's being measured, here's why we're measuring it, and here's what to do if you're not hitting it, right? Here's here's all the things that impact that, right? So you measure a planner by the estimate hours versus the actual hours. Well, the, the planner has very little to do with anything other than the estimate. Right. He, he's not making, he has no handle in what the actual outcome ends up being, yet you're measuring the planner on pre versus yeah. actual, right? It's, so It's not realistic. Right. And so you've got to be able to document what the affecting factors of something like that are, which are, you know, it really depends on whether or not the equipment was available because the tech could have went out in the field and he puts an hour on the work order because the equipment wasn't available. He goes out again and finally the equipment's available eventually. So he does this three hour job. You estimated it for three, but he's really got five on it because he went went out twice. And, and then the third time he finally got to do the work. So, yep. you know, is that the planner's misunderstanding of the work or you know and you're yet you're measuring them by that right Right. so documenting all the affecting factors of your metric and documenting what you what you expect to be changed if you're not hitting that metric i think is really important and that sits inside what i would call a a, a kpi definite or metric definition document Mm -hmm. awesome any other kpis associated with the planning function that you want to talk about no not really i mean there's like I said, you could do an advanced metrics podcast and it could be eight hours long if you wanted it to be. Uh, but I think the goal is just to get the generalities out there and to start doing it. Right. And that's the ultimate goal. And then measure against its effectiveness. For Joe Anderson, I'm George Williams. Go make tomorrow better than today. For questions on this or any other topics, email us at ask at reliabilityx.com. This has been another episode of Practical Reliability brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success.